Welcome to Bible Platform, a half-hour radio broadcast ministry with Reverend Hansen Metal, the General Overseer of Christian Worship Center. Stay tuned and you will be blessed. Glory and honor and power and praise be to the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. I welcome you to today's presentation of Bible Platform. My prayer is that the good Lord who has kept you and sustained you and your family or relationships will continue to bless you, increase you. May the Lord help you out of every stressful situation and circumstance in which you find yourself. May the doors of heaven be opened, that God will shower his rain of healing and peace and blessing and joy upon your life, even now and forevermore. God bless you once again for tuning in to today's presentation of Bible Platform. Now, in John chapter 4, in John chapter 4, the Apostle John recalls an episode involving Jesus Christ and a Samaritan woman. If you are a student of scripture, this is a very familiar story or narrative. Jesus, during this encounter, in the course of a discussion with the Samaritan woman, made a statement, a profound statement. And this statement is still relevant to us. When I say us, I mean those who have received Jesus as our Lord and personal Savior. This statement really profound. I'm talking about the God of the Holy Bible. Now, in John chapter 4, the verse 22, in the first part, Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, upon their discussion with regard to worship, Jesus said, you worship, you know not what. You worship, you know not what. I want to think about this for a moment. You worship, you know not what. In other words, you claim to worship, but you are ignorant about the object of your worship. This is applicable to a lot of believers today. Many of us, many of us claim to be Christians, yet we lack knowledge of Christ and the God of the Holy Bible. It is important that each of us believers in Christ know the God we worship. One of my favorite scriptures is Hosea chapter 4, the verse number 6. Which states, my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. In these last days, there are a lot of doctrines, there are a lot of teaching, there are a lot of attractions and distractions that can knock you off the pedestal on which God has placed you relative to his relationship with you. If you don't study the Bible, and come to a conclusive knowledge of God as revealed in the Bible, you will be subjected to humanistic arguments and ideas. And if you are not sold out in studying the word of God for yourself, what is going to happen is that you will lose out. You will lose out. And God does not want you 
to lose out. God wants you to stand up in the strength that he has provided and walk in the fullness of the knowledge that Holy E provides. Now, having said that, today we're going to look at a very peculiar, unique attribute of God. It is love. God is love. The God of the Holy Bible is love. It is not lip service love. It is all embracing love. The greatest expression of God's love is towards man. Indeed, God loves all his creation. But when it comes to God's love for man, it is very unique. John chapter 3 verse 16, arguably the most popular Bible scripture, says, For God so loved the world, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whoever believes in him, the son of God, should not perish but have everlasting life. Friend, God's primary motivation for sending Jesus Christ to die on Calvary is to save lost humanity. The basis of that grand scheme of redemption was and is love. Beloved, hear me with your spirit. If there is one word that can be used to express the nature of God in his fullness, that word is love. It has been profaned, it has been abused, it has been misinterpreted, but this agape love of God is beyond the reach of any human being. It is the fruit of the Holy Spirit unto those who receive Christ and are indwelled by the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit expresses this God nature in us and through us to the glory of God. Hear me. God is love. I mean the God of the Bible. The faith we confess. God is love. Sacrificial love. The kind of love that is willing to die for the beloved without expecting anything in return. When you have that love, you give without expecting anything in return. Let me take you to 1 John chapter 4, the verse 9. It reads, In this was manifested the love of God toward us. In this was manifested the love of God towards us. Because that God sent his only begotten son into the world. That we, that we, talking about humanity, might live through him. Who is the him? The son. And again the scripture says in 1 John chapter 4 verse 10. And this is love. This is love. Not that we have loved God, but that he loved us and sent his son to be propitiation for our sins. This is it. This is the expression. This is the manifestation that God sent his son to be propitiation for our sins. Beloved, the God of the Holy Bible and of the gospel of Jesus Christ, which who we preach is love personified. Glory to the Lamb of God.
if you are under the sound of my voice today, situations and circumstances may be speaking a different language, but I want to tell you this. No matter what you have done, past, present, it doesn't change God's love for you. God loves you for you. There may be things in your life that may not be what God desires of you. But God does not wish you dead because of those things. He loves you. You may be under some pressure. Things are not going too well for you. And the enemy may be bombarding you with thoughts of doubt and fear. And your faith may be weakening because of what you are going through. I'm on assignment to assure you today that despite the difficulties, despite the pressures, the failures, the disappointments, you have a God on your side. If the God I worship, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning and the end, who manifested himself in Jesus Christ, walked on this earth, died on the Pontius Pilate, rose on the third day, ascended to heaven, seated at the right hand of glory. He who will come again, if he is your God, I tell you what, he loves you. He said, when you go through the fire, I will be there with you. When you go through the waters, I will be there with you. This is a God who loves. From beginning to end, you are covered. So take courage and be comforted. If your heart is broken, God has your back. John chapter 13 verse 1. Scripture says, having loved his own, he loved them to the end. Now this included Judas. <laughs> He said, having loved his own, he loved them to the end. And includes you who are under the sound of my voice. Includes even those who vilify the Lord of my life. Those who don't believe in him and say all kinds of things against him. He still loves you. His eyes are still on you. His ears are still open. His arms are still open. I want you to know that he still loves you. The love of God for lost humanity is so fiercely intense that he is never happy about the death of so don't rejoice because somebody who doesn't like you died especially when they die without the knowledge of Christ because God is never happy about the death of a sinner let me read something from the book of Luke chapter 15 Luke chapter 15 verse number 7 English standard version just so I tell you there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. Think about that. There will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 righteous persons who need no repentance. So heaven celebrates the homecoming of a sinner. And the reason is that God loves his creation including you. You are listening to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. Don't go away. We will be right back. Tune in to The Bible Platform with Reverend Hanson Metal. This and every Tuesday from 5 a.m. to 5.30 a.m. on Sunny 88.7 FM. And your life will never be the same again. God bless you. Welcome back. The message continues. 
Let me turn over to another scripture. Now I'm reading from Romans chapter 5 verse 8. Romans chapter 5 verse 8. English Standard Version. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died to save us. Beloved, we have a loving father. And sometimes we wonder, if God loves me, why is it that when I walk in sin or violate his holiness, sometimes I just feel like some discipline is being exacted on me. Listen, you are dealing with a loving father who disciplines without destroying. Without discipline, we're going nowhere but to hell. Life will be hell. Can you imagine everybody doing whatever he likes and nobody is being held accountable for what he or she does? So you walk the street and somebody can just come at you and begin to spank you with a cane? No. No. In the same way in the kingdom of God, there is discipline. There is order. And God disciplines us as part of the love package. You understand it and understand it well. God disciplines us. As part of the love package. So that. So that we don't destroy ourselves. Let's take another scripture. Psalm 118 verse 18. Psalm 118 verse 18. And it reads. The Lord has disciplined me severely. But he has not given me over to death. Beloved. No matter what discipline God brings into your life. God will never hand you over for destruction. God will do anything and everything, including giving us his best to die for us so that we can be with him through eternity. He loves you. He loves you. Don't use personal negative experiences to define God. You may get it wrong. He loves you. God loves you for you. If you're living a life that is a lie because You think God has given up on you. I want you to know that as long as there is breath in you, this is the day and this is your best opportunity to walk back to the Father's arms. Because you can reject yourself, but he will never refuse you. You are welcome back home. The God of the Bible is a God of love. Sometimes people may take advantage of our meekness And interpret it to be weakness. But the truth of the matter is that love suffers all things. And the Christ-like nature in us gives us the ability to endure. Even when what is being meted out to us is plain injustice. We are able to stand and express the same love that God our Father has expressed towards us. Towards our persecutors. The Bible tells us that many of the saints of old, in the midst of their persecution, followed the lead that Jesus gave by praying for his persecutors on the cross and saying, forgive them for they know not what they do. Today I pray for you and I pray for myself that this love of God, unadulterated, pure, without partiality, will invade our innermost being, that the world will see and know that we are not a people of some religious fanatism, but we are a people imbued with the love of God. Praise God. Hallelujah. Beloved, in the most desperate times, 
it is very easy to key off, as I said before, and say, where is God? And hey, God is not surprised by the questions we ask in those times. He's not surprised. Jesus walked this earth. Jesus cried, my God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? He exhibited complete humanity. That's why we say Jesus is fully God, fully man. And they say, how can that be? I tell you what, it's a mystery. We will understand it better by and by. I am three in one. I am body, soul, and spirit. You cannot separate my, my, my trichotomy. I mean, you can't dissect it. It is only the word of God, that, according to the holy book, that can separate soul and spirit. And then there is the body. How? Mystery. We understand it, some of it, not all of it. Because our vision is in part, our understanding is in part. But we have enough understanding to know who God is. That he is revealed in Christ, the Savior of the world. And that he is love. Glory to the Lamb of God. This God abides with us, beloved, in the most desperate of times. In the most difficult circumstances. This God abides with us. Let's reflect right now. Psalm 23 verse 4. Psalm 23 verse 4. English Standard Version. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Even though I walk through. I don't stay in it. David said even though. Even though implies somehow that. This is not something I'm supposed to go through. The situation in which you find yourself right now. Is so unpleasant. It's not something that you had expected. It came upon you suddenly. It's like it's crushing you. But listen to me. And listen to what David confessed. And let's confess it together. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. I will fear no evil. I am walking through. Or I am going through a situation hellish. Beyond beyond my, my widest imagination. I never thought I could come this low. All hope gone. But there's something you can cling on to. David said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. It is easy to say I will fear no evil. But if you don't have a basis for saying I will fear no evil, you will only last for so long and you will drop to the level of fearing the evil. David gives us a reason for not fearing the evil. And he says, for thou art with me. For you are with me. The reason I am in this distressing situation, this difficult situation, I have suffered this irreversible loss. And yet, I hope to survive it, to outlive it, to, to fulfill every plan and purpose concerning my destiny, is that you are with me. The presence makes all the difference. Are you hearing me out? The presence of Christ makes all the difference. So strengthen yourself. Beloved brother, beloved sister, strengthen yourself, brace yourself, encourage yourself, bathe in the love of God, bathe in the love of Christ, receive the presence of the Holy Spirit who carries the fruit of love, your love, your life, and everything around you will change. Somewhere along the line, you will laugh again. You have lost it today. And if you are not careful, the enemy of your soul will come in very strong and say to you, what's the point? God has failed you. What's the point in keeping 
your faith and your trust in him. Beloved, you may lose a star, but always remember that even if it has to do with a dear one, Job said, he gave, he takes. Glory be to his name. Let the tears fall if they must, but don't let your faith fail. Let me repeat that. Don't hold back. It is not wrong to weep. It is an emotional expression of where you are. But you will not stay there. Let the tears fall. It releases the stress. It releases the tension. It's part of the healing process. Don't hold it in. Let it flow. Gain back your freedom. And I'm saying to you that God loves you. If you haven't given your life to Jesus Christ. If you are running away from the love of Christ. If you are experimenting with powers, you are wasting away your life. As a still small voice calling on your inside, even as I minister to you, saying, time up of Jesus. For there is no other name given among men whereby we might be saved. Jesus is the way. Jesus is the truth. Jesus is the life. You cannot live without Jesus. And find satisfaction on this side of heaven. Things may not go as you wish. As I've already said. But those are only temporary setbacks. And let me say that. Even if the loss is permanent. God is there. In your valley of the shadow of death. Take comfort. In the fact that. Even if you lose everything. You still can have God. Because in any case, one day, you will have to leave everything. And then you have to confront the truth of where your soul will spend eternity. There is no other place better than with God. Call it what you may, but God wants you to spend eternity with him. He created you an eternal being, not a temporary structure. This is the time. Step out of that life of frustration. Step out of that life of fear. Step out of that life of doubt. Stand up. Run to the Father's arms. Love is waiting. There is no love like the love of our God. No matter how many times you have failed or even will fail, it only takes a coming back. Time of repentance. Seeking the Lord in prayer. Asking for forgiveness. He will take you back. The choice is yours. The decision is yours. God is calling you. Love is inviting you. Come. This is the day of your salvation. I present to you the God of the Holy Bible. He is love personified. God bless you for tuning in to Bible Platform. I hope and pray that today you will give your life to Jesus. I hope and pray that if you are a believer going through crisis, oh, the overshadowing love of Christ will strengthen you, empower you, lift you from the doldrums, stir up hope. It is well with your soul. The Lord bless you and keep you and yours. Till I come away again with another edition of Bible Platform. This is your friend. This is your brother. Pastor Hansen Metal. Saying stay safe. God bless you. In Jesus name. Amen and amen. Oh, Jesus.
Thank you for listening to Bible Platform. For questions, prayers, and counseling, contact Reverend Metal on 0244 2390240244 Thank you for listening. Tune in same time next week. God bless you. Your